Welcome to this week's podcast from Bethesda Church of God in Sumter, South Carolina. We hope you enjoy this inspiring message. For more information, check out our website at BethesdaCOG.org. If you would, turn with me in your Bibles to Revelation chapter 5. I do not know exactly what God has in store here, so just hold on to your jets, as they say. I have been sincerely seeking the Lord, asking him for guidance here today, and I, I believe with all of my heart that there is breakthrough here today. I believe with all my heart that the lion of the tribe of Judah is rising up in this service today. Preacher, this isn't how we normally do it. Yes, it is. Because this is a church that is led by the Spirit. Amen. And as long as God is in it, we're going to keep flowing in his move. Amen. We can make announcements at other times. We can receive offerings at other times. But at times like this, when the, the Holy Spirit is moving through the congregation, touching people's lives, I believe today is a supernatural day, and I don't believe it's for just one person. The scripture says, and one of the elders, now this is in the book of Revelation now, and I want you to get a picture of this and and one of the elders saith unto me and John is who is writing this weep not behold the lion of the tribe of Judah the root of David hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof I want today to ask you to consider with me the the Lamb of God that became the lion of the tribe of Judah. Uh, Father God, I pray for guidance. I pray for direction. And I pray most of all that you will allow me to deliver what you want for this people because Lord today in my spirit I believe that there is breakthroughs and deliverance and help that is very much on the horizon and I pray dear God that even while I'm preaching people will grab hold of the truth and say that the lamb has become the lion and the lion is roaring and the lion is overcoming and the lion has overcome and I do have victory and I will overcome not through my might nor by my power but by his power in Jesus name we pray amen and amen you may be seated God bless you John said and I saw a lamb as though slain standing in the midst of the throne and the four living creatures in the midst of the elders and this was a scene it was in the prophetic book of john pardon me of revelation that john is seeing uh, th this event 
and and he is now looking and there is a scroll and they are saying that no one is capable of opening that scroll that scroll is there and and it needs to be opened but they can't find no not the holy angels and and, and not man uh, is capable and then the the response is that the lion the tri- of the tribe of Judah has prevailed. Now, I want to take you back. Follow with me as I take you back. The, I'm sure that the years weighed very heavy on a man named Jacob. He lost his beloved wife as she gave birth to his youngest son. And, and how he nearly died with grief when the bloody clothes of another dearly beloved son uh, were brought to him. Uh, and but but what joy years later when the son was found alive well and we're talking about Joseph and, and and could it really be true yes it was true and he had to go and see him and what a reunion and we've preached about that not long ago but what a beautiful reunion that was but now 17 years passed by and and Jacob now is old and frail and it it took all of his strength just to sit up in his bed and he and 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 one more task he had to accomplish before he passed away and he needed to speak words of prophecy and blessing over each of his sons and and when he comes to the fourth oldest he says uh, you are a lion's cub O Judah now, he was the fourth oldest, and he, he said, You are a lion's cub, O Judah. You return from every prey, my son. Like a lion, he crouches and lies down like a lioness who dares to rouse him. The scepter will not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet until he comes to whom, or until it comes to whom it belongs. And the obedience of nations is this, and that's, found in Genesis chapter 49. So Jacob was there on his deathbed prophesying there is going to be a, the, the, the bloodline is going to come through you, Judah. Judah, you are a lion's cub, but you're not the lion. You, you are going to be a leader, but you're not the leader. And, and after blessing his 12 sons, Jacob drew his feet up into his bed and breathed his last and was gathered to his people. And Joseph and his brothers took his body and, and, and uh, they took it out of Egypt and buried him in the cave of uh, Machpelah in Cana alongside their forefathers Abraham and Isaac. And but when Judah... With those words, Judah, you are a lion's cub. Uh, They were uh, but a small band of people living in a land that was not even their own land, but the prophecy had come forth. There is going to be a ruler that is going to come out of you. When the number grew, Pharaoh enslaved them. And where was the lion then? The lion hadn't arrived. The great deliverer who led them out of Egypt 
to the promised land. He wasn't of the tribe of Judah. Moses came from Levi. And when the nation of Israel asked for a king, the king was chosen of the tribe of Benjamin. Where was the lion of the tribe of Judah? Then came David. He was the son of Jesse, the son of Obed. And I'm not going to read all of the genealogy, but David was anointed uh, by the prophet and he became the champion over Goliath and a victor over the Philistines and this David became king and he held the royal scepter because he was of the bloodline uh, but uh, was he the one foretold by Jacob the scepter will not depart from Judah until he comes to whom until it comes to whom he belongs was he the lion of Judah no he wasn't he was a shadow of the lion of the tribe of Judah. Now let me dwell there just a moment. David, he, he was a mighty warrior. He was an overcomer. He was victorious. He was a leader. He was a foreshadow of the lion that was to come. See, David was an earthly champion, but you and I are serving the champion of champions. Uh, David was a warrior, but no one can stand to the, the strength of the warrior, the one called the lion of the tribe of Judah. But all along the way, those who had heard the prophecy and it had been passed down, they were saying, is this the prophecy fulfilled? Is this the lion of the tribe of Judah? But no, it wasn't. Those were the glory days as David reigned in Jerusalem and his son Solomon after him. But then the tree began to wither. After Solomon, the kingdom was divided, leaving David's family the, the smaller part. And, and it, it goes on to basically David and his lineage is now a dried up stump. How many times does it look like it's done? I'm here today to preach to somebody. Somebody needs to hear me today. It might look like your promise has dried up. Somebody needs to hear me. You've made some bad mistakes in your life. You, you've done things that you don't even like to think back on your life. And it looks like your promise was dried up. But I'm here today to tell you that the devil would like for you to believe that what God has in store for you has dried up and withered like a stump. But I'm here today to tell you and I'm here today to declare to you that just like the prophecy was made that there would not be one left off of this throne until the lion of the tribe of Judah came to reign uh, forever. I'm here today to tell you that your stump is going to bring forth again. You might feel dry. You might feel weary. 
I wish somebody right now in your mind would rebuke the devil that even right now is telling you it's not going to get better. I've made too much mistakes. It's going to follow me the rest of my life. I say in the name of Jesus, today is the day for you to allow the lion of the tribe of Judah to rise up. He was a slaughtered lamb. How can it be? Seems so contradictory. Here he is, depicted as a lamb to the slaughter. I did a study on sheep and lambs, and, and they have no natural defense. In fact, their only defense is their eyes. Let me get four or five of you up here real quick. Let me, let me show you what I mean here. See, uh, Josh, if you'll just stand over there as a, a, a bear that is getting ready to devour. Now, sheep have no natural defenses. And what they do is they keep a little bit of distance in between each other. How about, how about y'all kind of move up just a little bit? There you go. And here I am, I can see through them and I can see that bear over there. One of the things sheep do not do is huddle close where they cannot observe their outside influence. So their defense is if they can see, they can run. That's it. If they can see, they can cry out and hopefully the shepherd will come and fight off their enemy. But they themselves know that they can't, so they keep space in between them. But this is another sermon, but let me just say it. Some people say they don't need church. Brother Phil, I need you. Brother Howie, I need you. Amen. Brother Eric, I need you. Because there may be some time that I'm looking this way, and I need Brother Phil to have my back looking that way. Do you hear what I'm saying? There, there might be some time that I've been beat down and, and I need Brother Eric over there to say, hey, get encouraged, but get up because you have an enemy and we're here to stick together. We don't have natural defenses against our enemy, the devil, but we do have the ability to stick together, to pray together, to watch out for each other together and and after a while, guess what? The good shepherd, the lion of the tribe of Judah will come in and you and I are taken care of. Now that's another sermon. I need to get back to he was the slaughtered lamb. Consider Jesus' life. Did he seem lion-like as he tread the dusty roads of Palestine? There were moments of power where he commanded the wind and the waves to be calm. 
There were times that he drove out demons and healed the sick. His teaching had authority and he exercised his authority when he drove the money changers out of the temple. There were times that he bowed up who were his followers. Soldiers armed for battle? No. Mighty warriors? No. But lowly and outcast society is who was his followers. And they weren't lion-like. And when he stood before Caiaphas and when he stood before Pilate, bloodied and beaten and mocked and ridiculed, spit upon, even, even a lion shaved would have more, uh, I, I guess we would say, uh, would not be as humiliated as he was. Yet he remained silent against all the injustice. Not a, he didn't roar like a lion. And, and, and he, didn't, he, he didn't cry out and say, I'm a mighty lion. But he was led as a lamb to the slaughter. And the only time the Bible says that he opened his mouth was to confess that he was the lion of the tribe or he was the lamb of God that took away the sins of the world. And, and then on the cross, he cried, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Here's a lamb that's been beaten, a lamb that has been ridiculed, a lamb that has been mocked. And now he's crying out and saying, almighty God, you also have forsaken me. And, and it doesn't sound like a mighty roaring lion to me. It sounds like a lamb. Mark it well, friend, for your transgressions and for mine, he was a sacrificial lamb. He was the substitute. He took our place. He was the scapegoat. He carried our blame. He carried our sins. He was stricken, smitten. He was slaughtered in our place for our sins. But John, in the book of Revelation, now he's looking at something different. He's not looking at this beaten, stricken lamb. He's looking at a different situation. He sees a scroll and and they cry out, who is worthy to open? The mighty angels that can fly and, and, and bring help, they weren't worthy. The saints who had died before and were in heaven, they weren't worthy. But then John began to be concerned and and they said, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I hear, I'm here today to tell you, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I hear something. I hear something. I hear the sound of victory. I hear something. I hear something. It's footsteps. It's footsteps walking toward the scroll.
I hear something. It, it's the, the footsteps of victory. It's the footsteps of a victor who was able to take the scroll. And, and then the word goes out. There is one who is worthy. It was the lamb. The one that no one thought had the power. It's the lamb. He's risen up. It's the lamb. He's not beaten down anymore. It's the lamb. He's not bloody. He's not the scapegoat that we saw in Old Testament. No, no, no. He has now risen up and he is the lamb uh, that has been transformed to the lion of the tribe of Judah. And I want to declare to you something right now and I want you to repeat this. He can handle it. Oh, y'all got it. Y'all got it. I want you to repeat it. He can handle it. Oh, I want you to say it. Look here. This time, I want not not all people attend church. Listen, sometimes devils show up. I'm not talking about the person to your left or your right, your front or the back, your husband or your wife. I'm talking about real devils show up. I would like for us to just declare to every devil that has shown up trying to disrupt and trying to bind you, trying to disrupt you, trying to tear you down. I want you to declare with me, he can handle it. Oh, the Bible says, oh my goodness. <laughs> Someone say it one more time. He can handle it. The Bible says at the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. He can handle it. He can handle it. Hallelujah. Now here's the deal. Here's the deal. I want you to hear this. Picture this. Uh, now we see him open up this scroll we see no longer a beaten down lamb, but we see a mighty, powerful, roaring lion of the tribe of Judah. A prophecy that was way back in Genesis has now come to fruition. We now see the evidence that it wasn't David and it wasn't Jacob and it wasn't Solomon. It wasn't those who came after. No, it was prophesied about Jesus. Jesus Christ who came as a lamb, a, a lowly individual in a manger. Uh, he didn't even have a good beginning. He was lowly in his spirit, but he rose up. In fact, let me just tell you when the transformation took place, they beat him up. They mocked him. They put a crown of thorns on him. Then they uh, hung him on a tree there no man took his life he stretched out his arms were stretched out and he said it is finished can I tell you what that meant I can handle it I can handle it 
I can handle it. Somebody needs to hear me today. He can handle it. What is it, preacher? Whatever you're going through right now, it isn't bigger. It isn't more powerful than the lamb that was slain and the lion of Judah that is overcoming. Stand, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Holy Ghost, have your way. Hallelujah. 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 Then they took him off that cross. The smitten lamb put him in a tomb, sealed the tomb, put guards in front of the tomb. The lamb was slain. I want to tell you that's a fact. The lamb was slain, he was dead. The Bible says he went down to upper hell. And when he got there, he started preaching deliverance to the captives. Now, what in the world was a captive preaching deliverance to the captives? Because he knew, I'm getting ready to change things around here. There's getting ready to be a transformation. When he got there, he had nail prints in his hands. When he got there, he had stripes on his back. When he got there, he was in that same place that all who had gone before him, who had kept the law, that's where they were. But then the transformation took place. Right before the captive's eyes, Jesus said, in one place earlier, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach good tidings to the captives. Jesus arrived down in lower hell, upper hell, and he said, hey, get ready. We're getting out of here. was prophesied by Jacob. I am the lamb that was slain. But I want you to know in just a few days, I'm going to be the lion of the tribe of Judah. And we're coming out. The Bible says on the third day, the tomb, the, the stone rolled away and Jesus came out. Listen to this. And many of the saints of old were seen walking the streets of Jerusalem. Do uh, uh, help me here. This is another sermon. But see, the Bible says hell hath enlarged itself. 
how it enlarged itself is because Jesus emptied half of it. Are y'all hearing me today? He said, I'm the lion and I'm coming out and you're gonna win. They came out because the sacrifice was paid. And he came out victorious. He said, I was he that was dead, but I am alive forevermore. It was the lion roaring. Maybe you're not catching what I'm preaching today. It wasn't the, it wasn't the humble lamb that was before Pilate. Now he's saying, I am the lamb that takes away the sins of the world, but I am he that overcame death. I overcame hell. I overcame the grave. I overcame it. I overcame it. I overcame it. What is your it today? What is your it today? He overcame whatever it is. He is able. He is able. He is able. He is able. He is able to overcome it. He can handle it. Okay, here it is. Here it is in a nutshell. If you want deliverance, Hear me, if you want deliverance from sin, if you want deliverance from a habit, if you want deliverance from bondage, if you want deliverance from oppression, if you want deliverance from depression, if you want deliverance, if you want to just come and say, I can't handle it. I don't have, oh my God, help me right now. I, I want my altar workers to come on. Altar workers, come on. If you are a visitor here today, this isn't how we normally do it, but look here, this is how we're doing it today. If anyone don't like how we're doing it today, take it up with him. Because I'm telling you, I'm trying my best to listen to him and do what he is telling me to do. But I believe there's a lion of the tribe of Judah. Now these people are gonna be praying with you. But there's a lion of the tribe of Judah. You might come up and say, my child is bound with cocaine. There's a lion that's ready to roar today. I believe the lion of the tribe of Judah is ready to roar up against cocaine against cigarettes, against alcohol, against profanity, against pornography, about oppression. My God, somebody believe what I'm preaching today. There's a deliverance in the house today. In Jesus' name, he can handle it. He can handle it. He can handle it. Now, I, I don't, I'm not real big on these one, two, three altar calls. What I mean by that, if you want to come, I'm going to count to three. But I'm going to do it today. I think three is long enough for you to make up your mind. Do I want to stay beat down or do I want to get victory? Do I want to stay imprisoned or do I want to get free? Do I want to 
leave like I came or do I want to leave like I've been delivered and helped? Some of you haven't had joy in so long. You haven't had true joy. You have forgotten what it feels like. But today is your day. Today is your day. My God, something's getting ready to happen around here, Brother Howie. Something's getting ready to break loose around here. Okay, here we go. I don't want you to hesitate. I don't want you to hesitate one moment. If someone gets in your way, be nice, be courteous, but say you're going to have to get out of the way because I'm not going to leave here bound. I'm not going to leave here like I came. Okay, on the count of three, one, two, three. Make your way to this altar. Come on, come on, start coming. Start coming right now. Come on, come on, start coming right now in Jesus' name. Come on, right now in Jesus' name, right now. Oh, you're coming. You're coming because God is doing it. It's not me that's doing it. While you're walking down the aisle, say, I'm going to have the lion of the tribe of Judah set me free. He's roaring. He's roaring. He's roaring victory. He's roaring victory. Come on. Hey, come on. Come on in Jesus' name. You're making a move. There's others of you. You know God has spoke to you in this service. You know God has already spoken to you. Make your way right now. Preacher, I don't normally walk down that aisle. Well, walk today. I don't normally make a way to the front. Do it today. Make the devil mad and make Jesus glad. Here we go. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope that you were inspired to live a life of purpose for Jesus Christ. For more information, check out our website at BethesdaCOG.org. God bless.